Hey, welcome to Waterbound. How's it going, guys? Uh, it's Ted Wisenhunt and... Link Stallings. All right, and this is episode 19, so... Keep on, Keep on stacking them up here. This is our uh, podcast about whitewater and the, the southeast. That's right, and more. Yeah. The southeast, primarily, in our area. And Link is the paddling expert extraordinaire. Hi, and I'm just some guy that has several boats. <laughs> Ted loves him some some white water and some right. paddling, That's all right. kinds. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, this week's topic is gonna be white water paddling, slang, lingo, whatever you want to call it. Lots of words and terms out there that are confusing. What do you think, Link? We're not going to get into it yet, but... Yeah. <laughs> He's super enthusiastic about that. I thought he was going to throw a slang word in there for me, but <laughs> he dropped the ball. No, we, we actually, you know, um, got a request to uh, cover this topic and um, by his lovely daughter, Ted's lovely daughter, Wheezy, That's right. and who just has been shredding it up and then... Uh, high performance whitewater inflatable kayak. All right, and our mascots are uh, right there behind us. You can hear them. That is Mr. Rio? That's hey. Rio. Hey, Malvi. The golden easy. retriever. Take and it easy, Frank. Take it easy. Miss Ida, the Great Pyrenees, and they uh, keep us entertained and uh, whatever. <laughs> behind the scenes. Sweet. So should we start out with some uh, trip reports? Let's do. Uh, so you took a little trip up north, out of out of here a little bit. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, out of the southeast. Um, last weekend, I went up to the uh, New River Gorge to just pay a little visit to um, you know to a bunch of friends and uh, to the folks I work with uh, at Adventures on the Gorge. Plug plug AOTG, um, yeah. Just make a little little uh, visit before uh, pre golly visit and uh, be seen and uh, you know enjoy some beverages with uh, some buddies and all that and catch up from uh, a long summer where everybody had a, a long fun summer, good water all summer and uh, as you know down here our water has been. Slowly dropping, like on the free-flowing runs, like Chatuga and the Nolichucky. Um, and they've kind of been doing the similar thing up there. Uh, it's not necessarily low. It's just getting lower than it's been and after a couple of years. So, uh, But, yeah, so while I was there, ended up doing um, a couple of New River trips, Saturday and Sunday. And, um, yeah, just uh, – Make sure I still had it for pushing those eight-man rafts down the river, those big 16-foot rafts. Wow. So, <laughs> so kind of describe that river because I don't know anything about it. It's a it's a drop-pool river or pool-drop river. Um, it's, uh, you know, one of the largest volume rivers on the East Coast um, as far as, like, you know, consistent uh, class two to class what, what you know, class two to class five whitewater. Um, they consider the lower new through the New River Gorge below uh, between Kennard and Fayette Station class five. And, and if the water's you know, there, there's one one definite class five just mainly because of all the rocks in it, uh, which is called double Z, but it, it's it's about two thirds of the way down the river. Um, so most people consider the lower new. Kennard to Fayette Station. Uh, it's like I think I think the mileage is it's nine miles if I remember correctly. But um, yeah, so uh, it starts out pretty mellow uh, with a couple of uh, you know class class three to four rapids and um, you know as far as designating rapids down there, a lot of the rapids. You can you can uh, you can run alternate lines um, and make them a little bit easier. 
uh, or make them a little harder and more exciting, um, depending on what you're looking for, which is kind of neat because um, you can like if you got a super conservative crew, you can kind of take a really easy sneak line around a big wave or a big hole. Um, and uh, it was running right at zero, uh, which people are like, how is zero readable? But it goes down to, you know, the lowest I've been on the lower new was uh, two, negative two and a half. So um, zero is right, I think right around 2,800 CFS. And um, the second day it came up to about, topped out at one, but dropped out, dropped down to, I think, about six inches on us that day. So, but we had a little cushion on the second day and it was fun. We had a good time. Um, they're, yeah, they, they drive big eight man rafts up there, a lot different from what we drive down south, which our biggest boat down here most of the time is a six man boat. Um, you know, um, so it, there's it's really different. nothing to compare it to down here, right? No, I mean it's 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 it's, it's big volume, yeah. big waves. Even at low water, there's still water on the lower new, uh, as compared to like when water's really, really low on the Chatuga. I mean, you're you can't compare them. Um, you know, Chatuga's tight, steep, and technical, and the New River is just it's it's got you know fun waves it's splashy it's like big it's like big big ponds dropping over rocks into other big ponds hmm. and then you know there's there's uh bigger rapids once you get down um in the heart of the gorge um which is uh, right around the keenies um uh, upper middle and lower keeney kind of all run pretty much run together they do at high water they turn into like one long rapid but uh at low to medium flows, they they they're kind of three distinct rapids, and that's like the tightest that the lower new gets is right around the Keenies, um, and uh, let's see, we had second rapid on the on that first day. We end up having like a major major T grip injury. Um, yeah, one guy leaned into his buddy. As the raft went up and kind of did a rock spin off of Lower Railroad, which is a big um, ledge drop at lower water on the far left. And the guy just totally jammed his T-grip into the other guy's face and opened his eyebrow up Ooh. big time, opened his like lower forehead up. And then... Y'all should have been wearing then, those full then, face masks. Well, I wasn't. It was in my <laughs> raft. We were watching it go down, you know, because we were already below it. Um and uh, and then as they came off of the drop sideways, because they spun around, kind of did, I guess, about a, uh, a 270, and they landed <laughs> sideways, which is pretty much what you do there. And the guy, and they came off sideways, and then the guy that hit the guy with the T-grip, he came across the raft and knocked the same guy out of the raft. So that was super fun. And, uh, you know, and this is after a pretty lengthy trip talk safety talk telling people hang on their t-grips you know um yeah it's it's pretty fun when you get uh when you get eight people eight eight big old folks from ohio in the boat and they start throwing t-grips around so (laughs) um but yeah these things these these boats are you know they're big they're uh um you know they they definitely uh when you have some action it it's usually big big time so um and that's really all we had um oh no it wasn't <laughs> i had a couple swimmers in double z and um uh that was uh it was kind of stressful cuz I, I ran lead through the rapid and um towards the end of the rapid there's a big hole in the middle of the river or not a big hole, just kind of a shallow, shallow, sticky hole called chair hole. And right behind that hole in the middle of the river is a big old flat undercut rock called table rock. And um, we were, I was trying to get around the hole, and we hit, we hit it sideways. And this girl and her dad went flying out of the boat, 
And uh, she wasn't paddling. She couldn't paddle her way out of a wet paper sack. Um, <laughs> even though I kept coaching her, coaching her, trying to get her to you know hold the paddle right and paddle correctly. And she just had to sit in the front. And mm. uh, then she and her dad went out of the boat. And it was super stressful because they washed right up and off like the right corner of Table Rock. And I was, you know, I was trying to uh, T-grip rescue him and just couldn't quite reach him. But we caught up with him, and I pretty much washed up on top of the dad on that rock with the eight-man boat. And, uh, you know, that got, it got pretty stressful. And before I could pull him in, I mean, we were already on top of him. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we got her, we got them all in right there as soon as, you know, we dropped over the rock. And, you know, one good thing about the rock at that level is it's not really exposed. Lower water it would be. And there was enough water going up onto it. It wasn't really an issue. But it was just stressful because I was, you know, kind of sliding right up on top of the sky with the raft. But um, we pulled him in, and then she was all like, hooting and hollering that she loved it. It was Had an the coolest thing ever. And I was, and everybody else in the boat was like, that's not what your eyes were saying. Yeah. You know, which her eyes, she looked like a big old bug-eyed alien. I mean, just <laughs> like scared, scared to death. But, you know, teach their own. So, uh, and then the second trip, uh, the next day was a little bit more water. Um, had some, you know, pretty cool families from uh, South Carolina and North Carolina, respectively. So that was like cool Southerners. You know, I know yeah, how to, yeah. I know how to talk to these people. <laughs> um, and they had yeah. been on uh, the Chattooga and the Nantahala, and you know, and, and wanted more beta on other rivers. And um, so yeah, that was super cool. It was all their first time on the New River. And what I, what you know, what I love about New River is is just. Um, just the history that's down in there that you can't even see. And people are like, you know, why would that make a difference? But it's just you you got to, like, roll your mind back to the turn of the century when this town, this river gorge was full of towns and coal mining, you know, coal mines and coal mining towns and, uh, you know, tons and tons of people. And it was, like, the heart of the Industrial Revolution. And now... You know, since all the mines closed up, and they didn't close up because of the rafting, they closed up because the mine owners moved moved all their operations out of the gorge. Um, yeah, uh, just to see how the New River Gorge's mama, mama Earth, Mother Earth, just came in and just swallowed those towns, hmm. and you can't even see hardly any of them. There's there's one or two structures. You can see if you're paying attention, but most people float right by them. And, you know, looking at this beautiful stonework, a couple couple different places, and and it's it's all just been forgotten for the most part. But found out while we were up there uh, that they're about to turn the New River, the left side of the New River, into a rails-to-trails, a, green, a greenway. They're going to pull up the railroad tracks, apparently, and... It's, you're going to be able to ride your bike all the way up and down the New River Gorge, which is kind of cool um, because uh, the only way in there, other than a couple of access points by road or by train, you know, walking the train tracks and, you know, several trails that come down through there. But it's it's really majestic once you're cool. down in there. So, you know, <laughs> you're looking at a 1,000-foot-deep gorge with, you know, close to 200-foot rock walls at the very top of that. Is that so? They're running those great big rafts for commercially. Is that something you know you'd run your small raft down or not? Oh yeah. I mean, do yeah, people definitely. run like R two? Yeah, I mean, there there's certain levels where I wouldn't want to be down there in an R one or, you know, yeah, I would be in an S one most likely before an R one, but um, just because the 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 shredder the fat, fat cat's way more uh, stable in bigger white water than than a you know, yeah. dinky little raft. But you'd feel, oh yeah, like at like or... at the level I was, I was there at. Yeah. You know, I really was wishing I was in the little raft. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no, it's it's doable, and and like I said, there's a lot of places you can kind of you can kind of skirt stuff if if you're on top of it. Um, I mean, my favorite levels for guiding 
are between probably three feet and ten feet. And that's a lot of volume yeah. CFS. Yeah. That's, you're talking like 6,000 CFS up to like 20,000 CFS. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I can't even comprehend that um, really. With the huge wave. waves. <laughs> huge waves. Um, you know, you're coming up over waves and like scouting from the top of the wave and you know especially if you haven't done a lot or haven't done it in a long time and you're like okay where are those holes at i remember and you know you're like scouting on the top and then like <laughs> making your move right then wow. you know at high water um but a lot of times you know um yeah it's it's just you know and it's big and deep so you know, not uh, shallow like a lot of stuff around here. Yeah, yeah, but there are undercut rocks in play. Okay. I mean, they're in the size of buildings sometimes. Yeah, you know, and you just you just know there's certain places you don't want to be, and namely, uh, namely like River Ride at Lower Keeney and anywhere on the shoreline at Double Z. And river right at the top of Miller's Folly, and you know it's like wherever the big nasty rocks are, you kind of want to just be off the to the side of them in the current. You know um, that's kind of you like at low water you go towards the big nasty rocks and then kind of turn away from them because the river kind of compresses off of them and then shoots the other opposite direction. You know at high water, you know you can't run it blind. You gotta definitely want to be down there running that with people who know it. Yeah, but it's it's big and deep, and uh, you know most of the time, as long as you're in the middle, there's not that huge of consequences unless you're in, like dropping over a Greyhound bus stopper right in the middle. It's like a I don't know forty foot wide hole. Speaking of bus stops, <laughs> we're, gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into that. that later. But yeah, man. It was good fun. It was good to see people, and I can't wait to be up there for golly season. I really was, you know, itching for golly. So and this kind of like sweet. I went out check, went up to check out my new digs um, and do my paperwork for you know my employment paperwork and all that stuff. And uh, look forward to uh, the weekend after Labor Day, dropping dropping the uh, golly river with all my buddies. All right. So all right. So you well, did what, what? What did you get into? This well, past so if anybody listened last week, I think I mentioned that the next day I was headed to the Okoe in my uh, canoe, yeah, my open boat, and it was going to be my first trip, and uh, and it was. So my buddy Ray, uh, he had been down once in his canoe, and uh, so we recruited a couple of uh, buddies that were nice enough to. Uh, kind of just be our support boaters uh john and uh jeff uh there are a couple other open boaters and anyway they were they were they're good solid boaters and we just wanted like you know a little extra backup in case uh it went went poorly so uh uh we we had a good day we went out um it's a beautiful day we Ray and I decided we'd put in below Grumpy's just to, you know, get off to a good start. No reason <laughs> to come right out of the gate. Um, and, you know, so so anyway, that uh, that was fine. We, we ran um, a couple of things I sort of expected in the boat that I have is I thought, you know, this will be actually really comfortable and like uh, to run Broken Nose. I just I just knew that the way that boat handles that it would be great for like kind of just bouncing down rocky ledges, you know, and yeah. and, and it was perfect for for that. And my concern was like, what's it going to be like in a uh, in a great big wave, you know, whether it's uh, double it's trouble right or or something. So um, so anyway, it was going great, and even my buddy, you know, John was like, "Man, you're doing great, you're doing great," and then I had a swim. <laughs> as soon as he said that, we got down to where they take, shut up. Yeah, where they take your picture right there at Double Trouble, I guess. And uh, but she got you in the wave. She did. So I was coming through. We and, need to post that picture. Did you buy it yet? No, but I was coming through and the and, before and the after, and tried to uh, 
tried to turn to just like get out of it basically instead of running it i was going to just try to cheat it and just cut in yeah. and basically i got sideways and then flipped yeah so yeah, you got you got window shaded i window shaded so i popped out it was no big deal you know i grabbed my stuff because you tried to turn and run away from it to the right yes you always run left especially as a righty Oh, well, <laughs> it, that, that way I, all, next time I'll definitely just That way you're up. on your strong side, yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. high side. I just tee up at least. but uh, So anyway, I had a little swim there, no big deal, collected my stuff, swam over. Uh, then uh, then my next big fear, really, from the get-go, I was, I was concerned about a table saw and wondering, like, how's that going to go in this boat, you know, hitting those waves and... Uh, did fine. I really just kind of dodged the first two and just dodge them right or left, right? Yeah, and that's then jump down right before that booth. Yeah, and and it ran it like a champ. So that was very happy about that. A little bit of right hand angle paddling right, or a little bit of left hand. A little bit angle. left, yeah, a little bit paddling left. right, yeah, and right uh, it, it went well. So. Somewhere else along the way, uh, I was coming through, and, and and I know the lines. You know, I've done them in different boats, and and uh, I usually run right on this one rapid. I think it's Flipper, and my buddy waved me over. He was over there with his camera, and he's like, "Run right here," you know. And I, <laughs> it was a little ledge, and I basically, I I turned, <laughs> I was turned, <laughs> I turned right, and I should have sort of had a left angle, and so I totally swam, but it was just in a pool. So two minor swims, everything else went Sweet, fine. Um, so yeah, I was pretty pumped up. I'll take two swims like yeah. that. You know, it wasn't anything scary, and so I was pretty excited. And so anyway, we had a good day, excited about that. And I guess went back a couple of days later and S one it in my fat cat. And our buddy Chuck met me there with his nephew, and he R two'd it for the first time. I know he yeah. our, he did our clinic, our clinic. Your clinic, <laughs> but yeah, I was there. Oh, uh, yeah, I wasn't. No, I mean, anyway, I'm just mean. He was there when I was there, and uh, got excited. Bought a storm, and he he did well. I thought R one in it. Yeah, and, no, he did uh, great. So he would totally be ready to R one it, but he uh, he had uh, his nephew with him, and we had a good day. And and uh, yeah, man, that that day was was a blast. A perfect amount of boat. That storm is a perfect amount of boat for. The Okoe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just long enough. It tracks well, and then it's it's wide enough and stable that, I mean, you know, even if you get surfed, you know, you're, as long as you're high-siding, you know, you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah. So part. we had a real good day. You know, it was a, that was a Saturday, and actually we did learn something. We, I had to get back early that afternoon for something else, so we met at like nine, and by you know I guess we didn't put on until about eh, ten. But and there were a couple of companies already on, but basically we kind of got in a good slot where it was we were kind of by ourselves most of the day, which was really nice on a Saturday not to be you know. And yeah. of course, you know, so we we got out of there early. On the drive back, it was packed as. As usual, but but anyway, that's yeah. a little tip if you want to. Yeah, get out there, yeah, get, get there out there early because rafters, you know, they don't like to get up early and they don't like to go rafting when it's uh, seventy five degrees because that's cold. I know that was the beauty of it too. With the takeout, it was just sun was just coming out and it was miserably hot after that. So yeah. we we kind of beat the heat and beat the crowd. So yeah. yeah. Um. So all right, man. Well. Our topic is something that we're going to kind of, we've pulled up a few websites. We had, we had uh, you know, my daughter had requested this and we kind of laughed it off a couple of times. And then we were like, yeah, there's, there's, there's some, there's some language, uh, you know, and then sometimes. What's that language, guy? That's right. Uh, Link says stuff a lot of times that my wife and I are like, what? Uh, we don't know what he just said. <laughs> what did he just say? So... Um, you know, he's got a good way with, with words. And speaking he can, in tongues? He can turn a phrase. So, so um, he's around the young peoples. He can he gets the, <laughs> the terms. So anyway, oh, we, we have a lot of laughs. And, and, and just before this, we were talking about some of these terms are like old and some are like, you know. Yeah, it's, new, it's quite, it's kind of funny where, where we got some, because uh, 
Ted sent me a couple links to uh, sites that had some of the terminology up. So we're and, looking at one right now. And it was it was pretty funny. Oh, this is all the current stuff, yeah. isn't it? Raft guide river slang to know. But this is kind of current. Shouldn't we go back? Shouldn't we go back to the what do you what do you want to go school? back to? Oh, this isn't that. Yeah. Which one do you want to go back to? No, this, this we'll do this one. Do this one. Do this, that one. This one or the first no, one? No, the other one. All right. Okay. Raft guide river slang to know. Yeah. From American Adventure Expeditions. Whoever, whatever that is. A A E. I think A A E. Where are they at? Upper Colorado, maybe. So we're gonna scroll through yeah. some of these, uh, and when one of them. Uh, when we see a word here, what about um, <laughs> what do we want to start with? PFD? How about that? I mean, just not that it's you know it's used. We've we've sort of seen these debates on Facebook. Yeah, but, I mean, personal flotation device. It's a life vest, life jacket. That's know. why. I mean, that's been the clearly like the that's what it is. That's what it means. But. Yeah, but it's, people are using it and have been using it for a long time as personal uh, uh, first, first descent. descent. Yeah, and 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 this is just a you know last couple of years type of thing. But you know, people claiming their personal first descent, which is you know super cool. Like you get out and you hit that run. Uh, it's your first time on it, even though everybody else has been on it, but. That you was, know, that was cool. my PFD on the Ocoee in an open boat last week. Yeah, but it but also <laughs> it also signifies you're kind of maybe stepping things up or you're seeing new rivers and you know it's good to talk about the uh, you know your PFDs. Um, you know if you're not already talking about your PFD, um, you know. But whatever. Yeah, those are those those are pretty cool and um, and we kind of noticed also on on websites these days that like. NRS and Astral, they they put life jacket instead of PFD. Yeah, some, some people are talking about maybe dropping the PFD designation for personal flotation devices, but that's you know that's the the technical term for what that that is. So the way I see it is, do not drop it. You know, because the PFD thing is personal first descent thing is probably not going to stick around or it's not going to be real heavy but uh you know where's your pfd um you know it's pretty important that you have it uh especially as your one of your five essentials or whatever you uh essentials you are uh using to paddle with um yeah so but uh uh, like yeah what are we looking at here and uh let's talk about um you know, uh, bony. Bony. Bony is... Uh, we'll read the definition here. And yeah. A section of the river that has lower flows, often exposing lots of rocks. Bony stretches require the full attention of the paddler since there's lots of technical maneuvering to do. That's right. And that's what we have mostly out here in the southeast is bony stretches of river. Link, um, can you use bony in a sentence? Um, yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> Dude, it's super bony going from uh, going from Gonzo Shoals down into Broken Nose. Watch out. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just shallow and rocky. Um, you know, maybe hard to find the, uh, the channel that you need to be in or, or to stay in. Um, and, uh, you know, when it's bony... Um, not only do you need to be paying attention to what's coming up, but you also need to be paying attention to what's behind you. As as Ted learned on <laughs> the Bro Coey a couple weekends ago when he uh, paddled down into one raft that was surfing. <laughs> and then he started surfing Broken Nose, and then another raft came in on top of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you know, and those those stretches, you get hung up, and if you get hung up, look upstream to see what you're coming off the rocks in front of. <laughs> Pretty important. <laughs> well, you know, you live, you learn. Uh, what about boogie water? I love boogie water, and it says 
Here on the AAE website, it says class one and two sections of the river that do not require the paddler's full attention because very few maneuvers need to be made. In other words, this is, <laughs> this this is a is good a- time to grab a cold beverage out of the Yeti. Wow. That's on your website. That's that's pretty sad. I like I'm boogie sorry. water even more now. Yeah. First of all, boogie water is not – I don't consider boogie water anywhere near class one. Uh, it's mainly class two, three. doesn't have a lot of definition, but it's continuous. That's boogie water. Um, and you do need to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I feel about it. And some weird stuff going on. But yeah. That's usually what I think of. It's like, like just like kind of weird water in a way, you know, but – Kind yeah, of, it's kind of cooking, kind it's of just kind of it's moving along at a pretty good pace. Yeah, you know, maybe in between, um, but it's moving. You know, class one, class one whitewater is just current. That's all it is. But class two and three, it's getting more technical. But there's nothing of really significance. But it's it's what comes in between the bigger rapids. So. All right, next on their list here, um, pool drop. That's a term that uh, I hear a lot with Chattooga. You want to describe it? We won't have to bother to read that long definition. But pool com, drop. Com, com pool, steep rapid, com pool. Com pool, steep rapid. Yeah, there you go. So you got your pool that feeds the rapid ahead. Then you have the rapid. Or as you like to say, drop pool. Yeah, I like to say drop pool mm. because... Huge debate there in the whitewater world. It's, it's probably a huge debate. There probably is one brewing right now. Um, yeah, I like to say drop pool just because, you know, for my customers, it gives them the warm and cozy feeling like, oh, there's a pool at the bottom of this drop. Yeah. Rather than there's a pool drop with, a drop, you know? with a drop that goes nowhere. Apparently, yeah. drop pool is is a yeah. That's my preferred. <laughs> I really do like it um, versus like drop boogie water. <laughs> yeah. Something goes wrong, you know. You, yeah, and you're in a pool. You're okay. You're good to go. But most rivers are, you know, rivers are deemed continuous or um, or drop pool. So look, here's a good one, um, and we're gonna get into I guess some goofier ones here in a minute, but. Uh, I mean, people throw this term around a lot, but uh, like technical, like that's a technical river. You know, what is, what do you think? How would you describe a technical versus maybe one that's not like what's a, what's a a technical river is, is, um, you know, the French broad section nine of the French broad is any section of the Chattooga. Um, The Okoe is technical. Um, because it's shallow and rocky, and uh, the pigeon kind of floats right in between, where it's not really, you know, it's not always technical. It is. It does have some te- technical aspects, um, but it also just has some, some you know, fun, splashy, wavy type stuff that you know, it's it's like no maneuvering required. Just go straight through it. So my thought punch is, the waves is like Nanahala is not really technical not because su- you not can super just technical. you know I mean uh, maybe the the falls but you're kind of yeah. just you're kind of just floating down. You could run most any part of the river. Yeah, I mean it's you can not make a lot of obstacles necessarily. Right, right. You, you know. can make the Nanahala technical. Sure. Yeah. I mean if you can work it, but I'm if just you're saying plan the eddies and and the eddy lines and the boils and the and the waves and, and yeah, there's plenty to do. I'm yeah, saying, but generally, like you could you could get in it in a tube and probably float down. Yeah, but well, people do it all the time. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is it's what they do at NOC. So, wow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bam. So, um, I, you know, then I think of like technical river is something where it's like you need to make a certain move. You know, you might have choices, but like yeah. you get to this rapid, you need to make a move that. Like you got to catch this eddy, or you need to make a ferry. You know that you're 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 needing to miss yeah. that rock or or run a certain line. Yeah, is and the way I. I mean, that's just my personal take on it. But like, right? No, you're right. You're just you're, float down. You're correct, and you know the opposite of that is, you know, a high volume river, um, like the Lower New River, um, which is not that technical. You can, you know, 
you know, big waves. Some moves are kind of blind because you're behind a big wave, especially if it's running well. Um, and By the way, that now that we're on this website, we just had a pop up that says, "Hi there, do you need some help booking your rafting adventure?" <laughs> no, no. Uh, but but yeah, so that's the that's the other side of it. And then there's Big Water Technical, which could be uh, uh, compared to the Golly. The Golly is kind of big. Is Big Water Technical the new river or the Chattooga High Water is Big Water Technical? You know, rivers that can get higher volume that do get features change a lot with volume. That's Big Water Technical, but the new river is not. I don't consider it technical. Um, there there are technical aspects, but I don't consider it technical. Um, the other day when I ran the pigeon at six thousand cfs. That's big water, mm-hmm. but that wasn't technical. I mean, it's like you can you can see the move from you know like two hundred yards away. So yeah, but if you have to make a move, I guess yeah, a little bit. But, yeah, okay. I mean, but there aren't many to make. You well, know, so would you say that it's just that it's when just it was keeping that the boat, high that keeping the boat straight <clears throat> and powering through the waves and the holes? You when, know? It, when it was that high that it was gnarly. <laughs> Which is the next on our list. It could have been called Gnarly. Gnarly, dude. It could have been called Gnarly. So um, I'm, I'm just reading this definition here because we're going to have another term in here. Gnarly. A step further, Urban Dictionary says Gnarly is going beyond sick, Oh, yeah, because you didn't extreme. cover sick first. I know because it's right here. So yeah, you Gnarly it. is one-upping sick. Yeah, so let's go back to get, sick. You what do you got, think? Yeah, don't shoot ahead. <laughs> they go in succession. What do you think about sick? Um, it's awesome. Sweet. Badass. Contrary to what you might think when used in reference to sweet run through the rapids or well-performed kayak trick in a wave, this one means cool, crazy, or insane. Oh, my God. we got to stop reading these definitions. I think that's the best part of this. <laughs> That here's a quote. Sick, here's a quote. That was one six stretch of river, brah, brah. So <laughs> if you thought that was sick, wait till you see gnarly. Yeah, step further. There All you right. go. We'd better bail on this section. <laughs> the holes are too gnarly. Yeah, I'm not doing much of a good. And that's it's good. <laughs> no wait, there you have it. All the jargon you need to know well, for the quite. next time you head to the river. Uh, according to them, but we're going to another website, bro. <laughs> Thank God. All right. Oh boy. Ninety-eight whitewater <laughs> rafting terms. Get your pencil sharpened uh, and your notepad ready. Oh, all right. Well, man. we're gonna skip through some of these, but let's. Did we just, see anything? There's big here. water. You just mentioned that. Yeah. Um. Did we see what about that? a brace? I know that's like when I first started, I heard people talk about a brace, high brace, low brace. You you told me something about a low brace, and I mean we've anyway, covered it uh, yeah. before, but yeah, just bracing your paddle out face either face down or front. I guess the front of the paddle, front of the paddle face down uh, to help keep you upright or in the boat. Um, you know, there's a way of doing a low brace and a high brace depending on which craft you're in, and that's that's basically what the the, the Eskimo roll the ki- the roll is in a kayak. <coughs> Excuse me, it's just um, it's just a high brace, you know, um, kind of slap in the water or like a hard stroke on one side. And so, so, yeah, you know, like a paddle so stroke over there is a brace. Yeah, so uh, yeah, many different. Yeah, many different. Uh, versions of it. Um, did we see anything in on this? Ugh. I'm looking. Um, ghost boat. <laughs> ghost boat. <laughs> we talked about um, this. We don't agree with their definition, but it, uh, I know what a ghost boat is. Tell us what it is. <laughs> well, who are we on? Wide. We are now wide on, open um, adventures. I don't wilderness know. aware. Wilderness oh, aware yes. rafting. Let me tell you what a ghost boat was. <laughs> Wilderness aware. Their version. We were we were uh, we were floating Westwater Canyon. We we're a bunch of little tiny boats uh, doing an overnighter in Westwater, and here comes Wilderness Aware in one of their big one of their big uh, rafted up rigs where all the rafts get lashed side by side, and they have one paddle one oar 
on one end of the boat or maybe two and then the same thing on the other end of the boat so the bow and stern have paddles and they it's basically a sweep raft they call it a, a sweep rig some places but and they flipped this big ass raft Woo. and that's a ghost boat because there was nobody left in it and that that boat was ghost riding downstream without its occupants uh, ghost boat what, what I would call a ghost boat is uh, they call it uh, allow the craft to pass through a set of rapids unmanned that I would call that lining or boat through a rapid but um, what I call a ghost boat is when you dump truck everybody out of the boat including yourself also known as a flop <laughs> and the boat keeps riding downstream without you and everybody's upright. swimming their butt for it, you know. Or but the just, boat's upright. The boat's upright, and it's going to keep cooking on downstream. That's a ghost boat. All right. What about uh, Harry? Let's not talk about their right, version of Harry. We're going to move on because we're going to talk about hair boaters let, in a minute. Let's jump out of this and get to some. Wait, let's see what else no, we got here, man. stuff is just. How about this term? I don't even know. Nice-looking rubber. <laughs> it's one of the better compliments that can be paid toward a raft link. So next time I see you, I'm going to say, "Hey, bra, <laughs> nice looking rubber." Yeah. Um, Mama said you shouldn't be going out on a spent one like the one you came in on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sleeper. You know what a sleeper is? Uh, yes, a sleeper hole. Um, they or, say you know, it's a rock. Well, it's a hole. You know, it's a sleeper rock or a hole um, that you can't really see, like a hole that's hiding behind a big wave, yeah, 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 yeah. a big standing wave, and there you're just like want to hit that wave, and there's a sleeper, sleeper hole or rock right behind it, and then you get uh, chundered by it. Chundered. Yeah. What is chundered? Where's Where's that in there? It's not in here. But you get you your said ass it. beat. <laughs> <laughs> pretty simple. You get your ass beat well, look, by here's the river. One, number 81 on their list. We, we were like, smoker. smoker. We, we were not familiar <laughs> with that. An extremely violent and dangerous rapid. One which should be, I remember reading this verbatim, ones which should be ran only with extreme caution, which I think they need to... You know, get some it's grammar writing. police. Yes. Grammar police. But anyway, yeah, smoker is a rapid. Yeah, like mm. it's a gnarly rapid, man. Yeah, right. Maybe you don't want to run that. We're moving out of this site, so we're gonna go. These guys are what? Oh. Toss bag, a bag filled with floating line, which can be thrown at swimmers in case of emergency. That's a toss bag, not a throw bag. Not a throw bag. <laughs> oh, Utah, you gotta love them. All right. So where are we going? We're at the NRS site. Canoe and Kayak has a a little article here and uh, a Paddler's Dictionary. All right. This sounds serious. This sounds serious here. Um, Let's see what we got. Beat down. How about a Baja sleigh ride? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't need to cover that because it's a fishing term. This is a a whitewater podcast, not a fishing podcast. They got bony. A booth. (laughs) What about booth? This is a well, Ted. That's that's to uh, that is a booth is when you uh, are trafficking drugs that have been stuffed in your butt. (laughs) Wow. Well, also known as a whitewater world. To a lot of people boothing. To to don't think they're aware of. Jump a kayak canoe. Raft or a ducky, if have what have you, over a rock or ledge. Uh, you know, one of the best known booths in the southeast is uh, Sockham Dog on the Chatuga section four of the Chatuga in the Five Falls. Uh, you come around the corner, there's a big old, big old watery hump right in front of you, and you drive for it. And at the last second, right as you're about to it, you take a big old stroke to. Get as much momentum as you can to keep your nose up and to launch yourself over the hole that lies below that pour over. You try to fly off that rock. Yeah, right? that's off right. That try ledge. to jump it. Right. And then uh, that leads us down to, uh, that's right, bus stop. Bus stop. Raft guide slang for dumping every client in your raft. Bus stop. 
everyone out except the driver. <laughs> uh, this is what we call a dump truck, and they even mentioned it. Raft guide slang for dumping every client in your yeah, raft out. We've never heard bus stop. Um, you ever heard bus stop? I've never heard bus stop. And I guess it's an Idaho thing. Or, hey, or, or, Link, you need to get with the program or start I, bus stopping. I don't know. But, yeah, we call it a dump truck. A flop is is everyone falling out of the raft, including the guide, but the, the, the raft staying upright. And a flip is everyone coming out of the raft, and the raft is upside down, which they like to call capsize. Mm. <laughs> So that's, yeah, capsize, a flip. Um, oh, carnage. Carnage. <laughs> what is that, Ted? Oh, I would just say it's a jovial term to describe what happens after you lean upstream in a brooch. Right. <laughs> that does not, that's terrible. Well, no, we, we didn't I would cover say, brooch. Yes. Well, I, I would say <laughs> carnage is, is yeah. any... S- you know, swim that's particularly like bad. You know, like your carnage is my Schadenfreude. <laughs> that's right. Well, I got to tell you, my buddy Ray can't be happier than if I, there's. I some bet. Carnage I bet he me. was giggling the other day. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, carnage is just yeah, swimming people, rafts flipping, uh, uh, kayakers getting hit by rafts. Or getting, uh, you know, beat down, running a big drop. When everything goes wrong. And then swimming swimming out of the boat or, you know, rafts hitting dildo rock at Sweets Falls on the go- golly. And and we know there's a there's the King of Carnage video over at the Brokoe is Fast Fred. <laughs> Watch his videos if you want to. Oh, yeah. all labeled as Carnage videos. Yeah. So there's also, you know, we're not really sure. And, and other people can comment on this. Do y'all think that's helping the whitewater industry mm. or discouraging people? From Ooh, them? a topic. Ooh, we just stumbled upon a topic. Yeah, I agree. Cause people see scary I stuff. Did, I did stumble upon it. Good one. We take note. Groover. We've talked about this, I think before and we talked yeah. about our overnight trips, but again, a Groover is. What? The latrine on a multi-day river trip, which name derives from the time when such devices <laughs> were repurposed ammunition cans that left a distinctive groove on one's posterior. Are your hiney? <laughs> so another term here, oh. which is kind of funny, is Huck. That's uh, your son. That is my son's name uh, well before I was into any of this stuff, but it turns out that this is a whitewater slang for the act of running a waterfall. Way to huck carcass, brah. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is like um, middle-aged white man saying whitewater slang here. It's pretty, <clears throat> pretty terrible. Well, what I can say is not a lot of people at NRS are actually paddlers. <laughs> They clearly get this. Yeah. Yeah. They old school. They don't get out. Because I said that because I am old school. Old school. There's no school like the old school. This is pretty funny, though. I, I do like I do like the old school definition. You yeah. got to read. You got to read this old school definition, Ted. I'm reading it. Yes. Paddlers who started their waterborne adventures in aluminum grooming canoes. If, if two old schoolers are present, one will claim to have started in a wood and canvas chestnut. If three old schoolers are present, it means that the bus from the Sunset Community Center made a wrong turn on the way to bingo. <laughs> you got to look these sites up, folks. Touche, folks. Touche, NRS. Y'all got pretty witty with that one. Old school. Speaking of old school, the other day on the Brokoe, I tried to take a picture we, you know that going, makes you old school, calling it the Brokoe, right? Yes, I like yeah. it though. I'm embracing that. I know you are. Um, the there were a couple of guys came by that were definitely old school, and one of them had like you know you were talking like an old school kayak that just looked like a missile, and he had one of those helmets on that had I swear it was a football face mask bolted on there. And it was phenomenal. And I swear that the helmet 
couldn't have had any patty in it whatsoever because no, it was probably just <laughs> it was just like a skull cap like with a face mask, two on. millimeters of plastic. Yes, so cool. it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Old schoolers. All right. Do we need to cover anything else on this shuttle bunny? Yeah, we know who they are. What do they do? If you need a shuttle bunny, just look up shuttle, hotshuttlebunny.com. Oh, I don't know about that. Be <laughs> careful. <laughs> Yard sale. People know this. This, is a, this applies to like snow skiing and stuff too, but what's a yard sale? Um, basically, you dump truck everybody out of the boat and there's shit everywhere. <laughs> okay. There's, Paddle goes one way. There's people. There's paddles. Way. There's maybe even a spare life jacket or their life jacket came off. Um, you see your throw rope that you need to probably throw to them once you do reach shore. It's out there too. Um, you know, maybe your lunch cooler that you didn't have strapped into your boat. Uh, it goes floating downstream and it's now become a big old milkshake. That's a yard sale, Ted. Right. I've seen it. I've lived it. Um, on adventuresportsnetwork.com, we've got 10 words to help you understand whitewater Thank lingo. Thank God. They narrowed it down. I mean, Jesus. the last one was 98. We were down to 10. <laughs> Speak like a boater, even if you don't paddle like one yet. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Beater. <gasps> now, this is a this is one for sure that, that's, that you hear all the time. Beater, beatering, beatered. They say... A noun, someone whose skill typically doesn't match the rivers they paddle, resulting in that person getting beat down and swimming a lot, usually in a comical way. And yeah, beat like I said, beatering, beatered to really mess up a move. Um, there you go. There you go. That's I think that's accurate. Yeah, that's pretty good. The guy's so, done his homework. He has. He's even got videos to match. Yeah, getting worked. I mean, it's yeah. Explanatory. Yeah, you're you're getting beatered. <laughs> that's it's all. This is just another way for saying it. Getting work, you're getting beat down in a hole. Um, but you're you're sticking with it. Yeah, is that like, Holly? <laughs> I, yes. That's yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, that was in uh, Quebec. Hey. Uh, Okay, Holly, uh, we're watching you drink your booty beer on the Adventure Sports Network. Under, yeah, booty beer. Yeah. So, so. C- clearly, we this is self-explanatory, but yeah. if you swim, you're yeah. supposed to drink a beer out of your booty. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's all kind of self-policed and all that, but uh, um, yeah, you pull your booty off. Uh, either, you know, at the end of the day or right then where you want to, and uh, you drink a beer out of your booty. Of course. Uh, if you want to get freaky, you drink a beer out of someone else's booty. Of course, we, as discussed <laughs> in, our, in our episode about river fashion, like, we hardly ever wear booties unless it's Oh, uh, you can drink winter, them out of Astral's. And, winter and, uh, time. It's harder to drink out of a uh, Chaco. That's but, true. Um, you can just pour it over the chocolate. And this 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 girl is up here throwing the brown claw while she was drinking the booty beer. So that's pretty amazing. Brown claw, the brown, the brown. What is that's another good one. I don't know, Ted. This is this one you love. I you do. Love I like claw. it because what cracks me up is when I see little kids throwing up the claw. <laughs> like so, Ted's actually done a little research. I have on the brown claw. I have. Tell us if about you that. recall the movie. Uh, is it Borat? Borat. Borat. There's a scene in that, in that movie where he is talking with this lady, and he's About proper etiquette. At, yes, he's trying to figure out how in English what would be appropriate to say I need to go to the bathroom to take a dump. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a little more to it than that, but he uh, he's making a he, every time he says it, he's saying you know I've got to go, I've got to go do the brown, and he kind of makes a claw with his hand, <laughs> and um, so he's saying what you know the brown if I need to do the brown. And he's making the claw shape. So somebody, some paddler somewhere, you know, 
got a hoot out of that, picked it up, and turned it into a catchphrase on the river. So now it means the shiznit. So <laughs> uh, I guess you know the brown running the shit. Um, so there you are, the claw. All right, man. So next up on this list, oh, the sink. Yes, the uh, he's rummaging around the kitchen now. We ran out of beer. Actually, we didn't even talk about our beer tonight. I'll, 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 we've got on the table here. Link had a gin and tonic, I think, (laughs) and a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and now he's resorted to ice water. And while I've had a God beer, liquor before beer never. (laughs) I've had a God beer. And a new Belgian fat tire, and we're at the very guy beer before we're fat in the tire. very back of my fridge. Never now. higher. Um, all right, so man. So here's at? another term: church. Yeah, now this man. is a good one. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, basically, I like not going to church that most people go to, and I, I go out in the woods and go to my church. And that's on the river, you know. Well, I think that's the idea. Is that especially, like, especially on a Sunday, is that like you know some people say, "Yep, I'm going to church." So their their spiritual outing, that kayaking, is this yeah. sort of spiritual outing for them, and yeah. that it's a uh, you know. I definitely think there's like you know. There's I mean, a, there's some runs that are like really. That's church, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, and there's others like yeah. You know, but it's also just a feeling, man. I got you it. Know. I get it. Yeah. So I dig it. I throw yeah. it the church. It says a term used by the paddling community to describe a perfect, cherished run. Uh, and it says used mainly among the Pacific Northwest paddling crew. Yeah. Uh, and that's not true. All right. Now, here's one which I got a good laugh at, like, you know, like months ago, Link said, yeah, there's not a lot of hair boaters left out there. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm not What's sure that? what he's talking about. What's that guy? But I was like, yeah, there's not hair what? boaters. <laughs> Ted and his wife looked at me like, yeah, I was a big, big dumb dumb. So No, I didn't. Um, but I was like, hair boaters. Yeah, they, they thought it totally meant like, you know. Harry. Like, Rock and rock and, rolling, rock and rolling, rock and kayakers. Um, you know, like Motley Crue is out kayaking and everything. Um, yeah, but um, you know, really, really high end. Um, I mean, the top of the top of the pecking order. The you know, uh, highest some of the highest end paddlers out there. So running that, the gnar. Yeah, running the gnar, running the hair. That run the hair boat and moves, man, and run the big drops and, you know, just, just hooking them. So. Look at him throwing that lingo around naturally. Just, it just flows, it just flows off no the tongue. As I roll my eyes at him, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I like it. I like so it. I like old, a hair old, boater. Hair boating is just old, old school steep creakers, you know? Running crazy stuff. Yeah. Getting killed. Possibly. I mean, <laughs> hopefully not. It, it could happen. But. <laughs> oh, there's a there's brown claw. They said originated with a group of pro kayakers called Dim Shits. Once again, another uh, Northwest. Yeah. Records. Super full on whitewater as the brown. Whatever. All right. Everybody, um, every, every, everybody down here knows it was poor at. That's right. Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> Dawn Patrol. Yep, surf term. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like a good Dawn Patrol trip. Yeah. What's that mean? Uh, just getting out there as early as you can at first light and, and uh, you know, to get the freshies, bro. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get up, man. Spend get up, before, get the up freshies. before the sun. Get out there. Or just get out there before the clouds. Um, you know, maybe... maybe uh, Maybe depending on where you are and where the snow melt happens, how far the the melt happens away from your river, the highest the peak is at dawn. The highest water you can get on is right at dawn. So, all right. So, what else? Oh, here's here's uh, another couple I want to mention. Um, <laughs> Mank, Manky, 
Yeah. You hear that term? I, I mean, I, I, I love that. It's like a onomatopoeia kind of thing. But what, what's the meaning of mank? You're going to run the nasty, mank? Nasty. Rocky, kind of, holes, shallow, just like coming off of the, the landing of bigger drops is just all mank. It's, 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 it's gnarly. It's, it's bad down there. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you mess it up, you go into that, you're just, you're effed. All right. <laughs> mank. Stay out of the mank. Uh, Wallace. Now, I don't know the, I know the meaning of it, but I don't know the origin of it. Do you? You know about uh, this? Wallace. Wallace. Dirtbag paddlers. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, Wallace and kind of like beatering. But where do you... Wallace I, that's is, something we need to look into if we don't know. Like, I wonder who that, who that, where that Yeah, originates. I'm not sure where. I think it originated with, uh, with DBP, but I could be wrong. But it basically so. means the same thing as like beatering. Like you... you sort of, yeah. Or you know, carnage the wa- or... The Wallace, the Wallace was strong on the river. You know, everybody beatered. They're they're kind of used hand in hand in a lot of ways, I guess. But uh, yeah, all right, getting well. I think that that's we'll close it out with Wallacing. We Wallaced this episode. <laughs> the Wallace was present. It was here. It was manky. So, <laughs> all right. Well, um, well. Anyway, that's some fun terms, and I don't know. Some I'm sure Yay. I'm sure everybody knew most of these, but. Uh, you know, send us some new words in. We need, we need, we gotta, we gotta stay up to date with the kids, you know. Um, all right, man. So moving on. So now, yeah, when you get out on the river, make sure to use as many of those slang terms <laughs> as you can so you can be super hip. Um, and tell them you learned them from Ted. Yeah, yeah, because I'm right on top of it and I know all these terms. No, I don't. Uh, all right, upcoming events. What do we got? We got a West Fork Tuck release coming up. Let's see what we got. What, what August twentieth and twenty and twenty fourth. So twentieth is like a Wednesday too, yeah, which is weird. How did that end up? I saw it on the NOC website. Your favorite company. Um, <laughs> so that's what I saw. But uh, your R one S one clinics coming wait, up. Wait a minute. It is right there. I know. He didn't what? believe me. It's kind of weird, but that's what they've got on the website. Anyway. It's not on the AW website. Oh, well, maybe they had a mishap, but probably yeah. most likely happened on the 24th anyway. You can check. Yeah, 24th is a Saturday, so it, it will definitely be running then. I, wonder I thought that was strange. Yeah, look, right here, August 10th or 8th, 9th, no, I'm sorry, August 10th and 24th. So, okay. yeah, maybe we put that on there a while back and just didn't. What? I know there's a, I know there's a uh, um, another Upper Nantahala Cascades release coming up. That's in September. No. Oh, another one no. sooner. Yeah, because it's 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 rescheduled. Okay, because the I, one I, I, for I, this past Friday got rescheduled. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. Do we? We don't know when. I don't. Um, I can. I can maybe find out. Okay. Well, moving along while he's looking. Um, he's got uh, another R1S1 clinic coming up August 24th, 25th. If you, that's going to be up at uh, USA Raft, Nola Chucky. And if you have uh, questions, want to get in on that, uh, send Link a message. You can send a message to waterboundpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a message through Facebook on Waterbound Podcast or you can look up Link Stylings on Facebook send him a message and he'll get you more information thank you uh, next up August 30th through September 1st the Soul Slam Mountain Jam at yeah. the Nolichucky yeah USA Raft on the Nolichucky and uh, it's um, um, that's Labor Day weekend um, so yeah Get up there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Soul Driven Train, Yarn, Danger Muffin. Uh, I think Empire Strikes Brass is playing. <laughs> um, who else? The Reckoning. It's going to be a great, great... Uh, oh, um, uh, Lover's Leap. There's going to be a bunch of great bands there. So, um, and uh, pulled up... 
Let's see, Cascades release. It's going to be rescheduled for August 30th. August 30th. Yep, which is the Friday of Labor Day weekend. Okay. Yep. So then uh, coming up uh, in September 13th through 15th is the Okoe River Championships on the... um, in the Okoe Whitewater Center, the uh, the Olympic Whitewater Center, um, and that'll be all weekend. Uh, we're going to try to do a podcast from out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's going to be lots of great uh, kayaking, canoeing, um, kayak canoe slalom events, as well as uh, head-to-head ducky races. Yes. And uh, head-to-head. You will see some carnage. Some, some uh, paddleboard, I think, head-to-head or paddleboard slalom. And then uh, the uh, crowd favorite from last year, I'll be, um, I'll be defending my title. Yes. Uh, in the uh, raft race on the Upper Okoe next next or that weekend. So, Sweet. and uh, uh, yeah, so and I'm going to compete in the open boating for real. No, that's what's I'm up. Not. That's what's up. <laughs> we'll All talk right. him into it. Coming up. That's up headed where you were recently, Golly Fest, September nineteenth through twenty second. Yeah, at the Summersville, uh, the Nicholas County Nicholas County Fairgrounds in Summersville, West Virginia. So, and last but not least on our list today is another Upper Nanny and Cascade release uh, end of September twenty eighth. Yeah, which coincides with Gaff, maybe. Yeah, the nasty yeah. other companies, Gaff, uh, Gaff Appreciation like Festival. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll all right. And then there's some more events coming up at the end of October, early November that we'll talk about real soon, guys. So thanks for listening, and uh, you know, keep tuning in. If you haven't already caught any of the, our last podcast, go back and check them out. Um, and if you'd like to hear uh, see or hear us talk about any topics that interest you, please send us a, an email yeah. um, to uh, waterboundpodcast at gmail.com. All right, folks. Uh, I think that's it for tonight, and we will see you out there. Night, guys. See you on the river. Gonna get drunk and-